Oh, you're gonna hear everything. Um, this uh, is a tell-all. <laughs> that's true too. It is not what I meant, but that's no. true. This is let's be realistic. The podcast. The podcast, part of no network, no yeah, podcast no. network. Not no. yet. Maybe not yet. one day. One day. I'm Nicole. I'm Patrick. Um, you may hear our dogs walking around. You're going to hear the dogs. Oh. We turned the air conditioning off so yep. that you won't hear that. And we put blankets on the floor. To help with the dogs. To help silence the dogs. Anything short of locking them out. But we don't want to do that. Um, also, this should be the last week that we have to use this stupid USB mic that picks up every single sound ever in the world. Yes, the Let's Be Realistic podcast is upgrading to some high-quality condenser mics. We've got um, the the audio interface, interface so device. So we can use a real XLR microphone. Yes, so we can be totally, so just, totally real. Just hang in there with us. Realistic. We're going to get better. Yes. So it might We're sound trying. still echoey, but... Hey, we want to shout out Preston Miller. Thank you so Woo! much for the intro music. That's super Did you sick hear that? intro music. So perfect. Yeah. And then we didn't have to use royalty-free music, and that that's means the world to right. me. Thank that's you, right. Preston. You rock. Also, Preston, we've got to uh, work out an exclusive license for that music. Um, if we ever make it big, we'll start paying you for that music. Yes. And if you let some other podcast that is not as realistic as us use it... <laughs> Then you can also get money. No, we'll sue you. It's, a, it's, okay. it's an exclusive license. Okay, that's not where I oh thought you were going. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay. We love you, Preston. Thank you so much. Um, also, just off the top, a few housekeeping things that we should um, talk about. Social media. Um, our Instagram is at Let's Be Realistic Pod. Twitter is at Let's, the letter B underscore realistic. And our email is Let's Be Realistic Pod at gmail.com. Yeah, so uh, in addition to giving us a shout out on all the places where you can get a hold of us, yes. uh, please subscribe. Yes. iTunes, uh, Spotify. Follow, rate, review. Rate, review. Five star, please. Um, you can give us a lower rating, but you have to tell us why. Yeah. Right just now we're curious. just looking for reviews. Yeah. That would help us a ton. A real, realistic review. Can you? I don't know if you can hear our dog. Greta is just being a real spaz right now, so I'm just sorry. As if she knows we are doing something... Important. Yeah, important that needs, like, silence around us. Greta, go. Go away. She's just sniffing away. Anywho. So, hopefully you Anywho, can that. Um, today, we're going to be talking about sex. Episode... Episode six, sex. Episode six. Episode six. <laughs> um, we've made it to six episodes, so that's pretty good. So, if you haven't guessed it, this episode is about sex. Where we're going to talk about uh, sex from the position of a married couple. And we're going to dive into a little bit of our um, former lives as single men and women. <laughs> or non-married uh, people. Yes. And that will give us just kind of a little... Give the listener a little background on um, why we feel the way we do about um, sex in a long-term relationship. Um, I just want to say that marriage and sex together get a bad rap and it shouldn't be like that. And I disagree. I think that sex is way better in marriage and that that is the best way to do it. So that's kind of where we're going to be headed, I think. You know what? Let's just dive right into it. Let's dive right into some of the common myths, man. Okay, actually, you know what? This one, this one from Time Magazine is not a common myth, and it, um, it's not great. <laughs> what? It's not great. So this was uh, from a Time Magazine article in uh, 2017. Mm -hmm. Give me that. Give me that pencil back. And um, it was quoted again and again and again, this study that found that on average... Mm -hmm. Married couples oh, no. have sex 54 times a year. That's barely, it's just over once a week. There are 365 days in a year. That's real bad. That's real bad. I'd die. We do way better than that. We sure do. But that's, I mean, I think that's probably about right, especially for people with kids, I would think. That, that makes it more complicated. Right. So when you hear that, you know, people are in a sexless marriage and that married married couples, like that connotation is that married couples don't have good sex 
And or they don't have sex at all. They don't have sex at all. They go months and months and months without having sex. That's terrifying. It's kind of true. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of true. Um, I, I, would, I would wonder how that has changed over the past two years, but probably not drastically. I can't imagine. Yeah. Wow. But that makes me sad. And I think that's what people think about when they think about getting married. Yes. So they hear that and they think, um, I'm not going to get married because... Mm-hmm. I don't want to have sex 54 times a year. Uh, well, okay, so then another uh, another article said found that um, in a study, they found that um, 18 to 29-year-olds uh, most have sex, what, twice a week? No, and, that was up to four times a week, I thought. No, so, that, so 18 to 29, the average is twice a week. Okay. And then 2%, but so this is, that's four being single. And then the on the flip side, they found that another article found, or another study rather, in another article, found that 2% of single, singlemen, singlemen. <laughs> singlemen have sex upwards of four times a week. Whereas... And I think... Okay, wait, we hold should... on, wait. But the caveat is that 21% of married men said they have sex four times a week. Yeah, but that article is from the Netherlands, and I would wonder if that is the same in the United States. Because I think they might be doing marriage better in the Netherlands. In the Netherlands? I don't know. It sounds like it based well, on just that gonna, statistic. Or, or maybe prostitution's legal there. Maybe they're just like, married men are like, yeah, I'm also having. I'm just rolling down <laughs> oh to the brothel. Oh my gosh. And, yeah, no. just banging it out. Whatever. I certainly hope not. Uh, yes, that is correct. But anyway, I, I would say for the most part, across most of the information we found. Um, yeah, it was 112 times a year. For, for single, single people. people, yeah. Yeah. So why? That's not great. Um, no, it's not. No, it's not. I would be interested to ask about the quality of the sex in those situations because I can guarantee having sex with someone you know really well is better than with a stranger. You know what? That's a great point. I want to bring that up. Okay, so like, um, I feel like the number one quality of single sex is that it's a variety. It's different, right? Like, that's the number one yeah. quality. Like, that... Because otherwise... Well, and I think for men, it's, like, interesting and popular to be like, oh, this is how many people I've slept with. But, like, single sex is... What is the woman gonna let... Like, what can I do? Like, is she a freak? Like... But it's not really... It's all about me. Right. Right? Like, no guy... Or, I mean, like, very few men brag about, like... Oh, yeah, I hooked up with this chick, and I gave her, like, just a, an earth-shattering orgasm. No. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, mine was okay, but, like, but her, oh, man, dude, I no, rocked her world. If you don't know that person that well, you're not invested, why? Why would you care? Well, how would you ever know? That? Right. That's true, too, yeah. Will you send a follow-up email? <laughs> Received <laughs> with thanks. Regarding last night. <laughs> yeah, hey, I just, uh, hello, I just wanted to follow up with you last night, um, you know. Could you give me a, a shout out, rate, four stars, um, <laughs> you know, four or five stars. Give me a review. But that, and to me, like, okay. Follow me on LinkedIn. Full transparency. I never did that whole thing. Like, I and was. Even fuller transparency. I did. Yeah, I know you did. But I'm saying from my perspective, I can't imagine how awkward that has to be at first. I mean, I'm sure once you've done it several times with different people, then obviously you get used to it. But like. The awkwardness of how intimate sex is with someone you don't know at all isn't that horrifying? I think especially that, for people with like who are self conscious. Yeah, oh but when alcohol gosh. is involved, oh, that's true. When alcohol is involved, it all seems like a great idea. Yeah, that's true. I mean, driving ninety down the freeway, true. Like when your rev limiter is just stopping your car, like that, that seems like a great idea. You're like, no, You're this right. is fine. You're right. This is fine. Okay, what about sober? Does it happen? Oh, it definitely happens. But not as often, I would think, right? So, well, and another full disclosure, like, pre-dating, like, hardcore dating apps. Like, I never... Mm, that's true. Yeah, I yeah. never had a hookup. But you did the old-fashioned, like, hang out in a bar somewhere and find somebody. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's what it was like. Alcohol. <laughs> Let me buy you a drink. Yeah? I did, um, I did tricks with cigarettes. You did? I remember those. Yeah, those were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you had some interesting and shocking pickup lines. That's right. Yeah. Um, like, nice shoes. Wanna, you know, and just and and we will purposely leave that blank for all the people and their imaginations because you know what and? that is. 
Want to go halvesies on a baby? That's when you used on me. Uh-huh. And but but you were worked. kidding because we were friends. Good thing I was kidding. I don't want a kid right now. <laughs> that was years ago, too. No, so... Like six years ago. So if you haven't gathered by now, uh, the Let's Be Realistic podcast focuses on topics and trends. Well, it's stuff that you're going to run into in your daily life, but from a perspective of people who are in a relationship. Bingo. And specifically married. We're married, but... We're married. A lot of this will pertain to other long-term relationships. Yes. And we're not experts. We're not... I don't want to be a relationship advice podcast, but I like talking about things that are real and you actually have to deal with. And maybe other people aren't great at talking about it or it's too awkward or taboo, but I would love to be able to talk about spicy topics in a realistic way and help people to think rationally about these situations, right? Like people run into this stuff. If no one talks about it, how are you going to know how to navigate stuff? Yes. So for the purpose of this podcast, we're not going to be focusing heavily on sex as it relates to single men and women. I don't know. I think we'll probably have some stories, but I think the bulk of what we're saying is that sex in marriage is actually awesome. Sex in marriage. we want to try to change that. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Connotation? No. Yeah. But yeah. that's not what I mean. But you know what I mean. But like, they're like the, the, the stigma. stigma. That's it. Yeah. That's it. There it is. But I think in the future when we revisit this topic, I can, I imagine that we'll probably do other episodes on sex and stuff like that. Um, we might explore like being single and stuff like that more, but we also have very different perspectives. Sure. You slept with a lot of people before we got married and I only had... A regular had, Casanova. I only had one other sexual encounter well no a whole relationship but well okay yeah so i had i had a very prototypical guy sex life right well just not very i'm having i'm having way more sex as a a married man (laughs) um than a single man yes um true but and and way better at that i mean you're welcome. Okay. But wow. no, but really, really, why don't you tell, tell some people, um, about your, you know, past the history. Yeah. Because I feel like for you, I feel like for, for me, I look back and it's like, it's like the old adage, sex is like pizza, you know, it's like, it's, it's just even bad sex is still, I think meh, that you know? only works for men. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like the like my past sex stories. Because I can get into some awkward stuff later on, you oops. know, in this in this show, and and we discussed it off air, but we will talk about it. Because and it won't take men very long. don't have sex and not have an orgasm. Women have sex all the time and don't have an orgasm all the time. So that's very different. Yeah. Bummer. Pizza for you isn't pizza for me. No. Um, but my so my previous relationship, while there were. Parts that were fine and I remember fondly. The sexual aspect, I don't remember fondly at all. Like, there was not probably anything great about that. Because that was, like, my first encounter with everything. Like, my first time doing anything sexual at all. But I could have learned that with you and that would have been way more fun. And way better in a way more, like, respectful and reciprocating relationship. So, all of my first experiences were, like, really rushed and I wouldn't have had it that way. So, while I'm not saying I was, like, forced into anything, I was definitely, I don't know, coerced is too strong. It's, like, that's not how I would have wanted any of that to go. And I remember my first experience with sex. Peer pressure. Yes. And just crying after. Yeah. And that is how I remember that. So it was in a, and it was in a time in my life where I didn't cry. So that was like years of not crying and then open the floodgates. And I've been crying ever since. So Well, and to speak on that, I think that um I think that I probably though I didn't have that same like experience as far as um as far as like negative sexual things. I would have been just fine learning everything with you too, because so many things, so many of the things that I brought into our sexual life, I had to, I mean, I had to like kind of shift and they weren't, they weren't the way I thought they were going to be, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and like, then you also had to tiptoe around my previous experience and figuring out that trauma too, because I remember at the beginning that was hard for us as well. 
I mean, since then, we've been way better. Like, obviously, we're, we're doing great now. But it did take a long time for me to, like, break that mindset and learn that it was totally different with you than it was with him. Well, but to that point, like, nothing that I learned in previous sexual experiences, sexual events, <laughs> um, none of those bags of tricks did, did I bring into the relationship now. Really? You know? Yeah. Oh. Like research, um, like well, you, I, you know that I love you do to research, research stuff. All the time. Yeah, and like, hey man, if there's a if if there's a better way to ring the bell, we're gonna find it. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna talk about it. I appreciate that about you. Yeah, that's right. You're welcome. Well, I think that now, we I don't know. We're very comfortable with each other. We're very close, not sexually as well. You're my best friend, and so we can talk about everything. And obviously that includes sex. That's a big part of our relationship. Like, we we know the importance of sex in our marriage. We know that when we go too long without having sex or longer than normal, it affects how we communicate and everything just becomes higher stress and we get angry faster. Um, and I can always tell when that's happening. And so you said something yesterday when we were talking about, like, our prep for this episode. And you said there's such thing as maintenance sex. I yes. thought that was a really good way to put that because sometimes like we're not going to have the best sex of our lives maybe on a Tuesday night, but like we need to do that in order to maintain our our flow and our communication. And if we skip too many of those opportunities, we can definitely feel the impact of that. Yeah. So let's let's talk about um, and that's that's in the frame of mind of like a married couple, married couples like they just for whatever reason, stop having sex, whether it's life Oftentimes it's children, work, stress. Stress is huge. Being tired. Um, yeah. That's a real thing. Well, and I think that I think that guys have this like proclivity to want porn star sex, but not want to put in the work that it takes. And what was your phrase? Sexquity. Sexquity. Sex equity. Well, you wanted to put on a coffee mug. Um, I don't recall. If I think you want to it... have porn star sex, you have to be Prince Charming. That's right. That is, that's right. Yep. Yeah, if you want porn star sex, you got to be Prince Charming. And that doesn't mean like, hey, I'm going to, to be romantic. Um, I'm going to be romantic. I'm going to take her out on a date. And then when we get home, I want porn star sex. It's like, no, it's, it had better be passionate. And then like later on, maybe later that week when, you know what? Hey, call on a favor. <laughs> Listen up. I and it, man, that's such a tough. That's such no, a tough way. Like, that sounds so bad. I don't no, want to be like. I don't call on like, a favor. Like it's the bad no, signal. We actually use you know? a lot of sexual favors in our relationship. I, I'm for it, man. I yeah, think it I works. Too. I think, I think it's it fine. works. I think if you if you agree to it, it's fine. It's a very tangible give and take. Yeah. And you know what? Like when when that comes up. Like, I know what's going on. Like, but that that requires me to, one, make your life easier. Two, pour into our relationship. Which automatically makes me more willing to have sex anyway. And you know what? When I'm pouring into our relationship, when I'm making your life easier, you may not be like, porn star sex is what I want, but you're more into giving me what I want. Yeah, and absolutely. That's awesome. As I'm sure it's awesome for you, too. You know? But no, but that's real. Yeah. Like, you put in extra work so that when you want to have sex, I'm like, you know what? Let's you've been this. a great guy all week. That's yeah. fine. I am going to do... Not only you've been a great guy all week, so, like, it's not like you're blessing me with, like, mundane sex. You're right. giving me what I want. Right. In the way that I want. Well, and that, I mean, that goes back to compromising but well and just let's go back this is not this is not maintenance sex maintenance sex is something different this is like men this is a public service announcement <laughs> like seriously husbands public service announcement like long-term fiancés or boyfriends well if it's long-term fiance oh that's a, yeah that's a red yeah. flag in itself yeah don't uh, that's for another time yeah that's roy and pam bounce <laughs> pam um get you get yourself a gym <laughs> um but this is this is like, hey, husbands, if you're un if you're unfulfilled in your sex life and you feel like, you know, we don't have a good relationship and you know, guys think usually in terms of sex, like we're not having a lot of sex. Women will say like, 
we're not in a good yeah like that's exactly we're not in a good right, yeah. yeah we're not we're not like connecting right yeah. now you're right and it's like this like vicious cycle where you go without sex i guess this is kind of going to maintenance sex but okay. um you go without sex and then you know the guy's unhappy the girl's unhappy it's just this nasty cycle yeah but for guys specifically or and i guess it's actually not even guys i i don't want to like pigeonhole that it's all guys are these sexually depraved it's guys just but that's like how it is in our relationship <laughs> yes but if but you're that can't, that might not yeah be across the board. but if you're in a different relationship dynamic where uh your propensity your proclivity is to be more adventurous in the bedroom like you need to make sure that you're doing as much as possible to make that other person okay with the the activity and on top of that to make sure that even if they're not like super psyched about the type of activity, that they're at least super psyched about you. giving you what you like. Yeah. yeah. And like giving you what you want. Like, yeah. Hey, like as a, as like when I give you a gift, like when I bought you a diamond ring, guys, you know, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, right. Sex quiddy. Um, uh, back on back on topic okay so when you give that gift you want to see that person like happy and, and joyous and like really stoked to receive that gift but like to it takes work for that to be the same when it comes to sex yeah like if i want something crazy i man i gotta i gotta be a rock star i gotta be prince charming and i'm okay with that because the payout is the payout is this I have put time into our relationship. You're happy and fulfilled emotionally. And I'm happy and fulfilled emotionally. And sexually. But then also, like, <laughs> porn star sex. I don't, like, what is the, what's the problem here? There's not. What's, right. are, we, what, are we missing something? No. Okay. No, and I, so then when, when you mentioned maintenance sex, that's, like, the compromise for me during the week. To, like, keep things rolling. Or, like, maybe in a situation where we don't have time to do, like, a really involved, passionate sex situation. But I know that maybe it's been a couple days since we've had sex. Or maybe I can feel, like, the tension rising in our relationship. And know that, like, we need to have sex. Even if it's just, like, quick, just get it done. Because I understand the importance of sex, especially to you. And how that will impact your attitude and your uh, morale. Yeah, and it's not to say that, like, you know, every couple's different. And every relationship's different. Every yeah. person's different. Um, this if is... you have two people who have the same exact sex drive, then you are golden. Yeah. But that is not our situation. Right. Just make sure that if you don't want kids, oof, don't do it. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, no. And that's... It's not. It's not our situation. Yeah. But... Um, and it's not to say that, like... Because I don't want it to come off as, like, an ultimatum. Like, we only, like... You, you know your your sex is just a, a last resort for um for me to be happy like that's not the, that's not the case yeah. like no but i i know the importance of sex in our relationship and i don't ever want to be that withholding person that's always the one saying no and always right you know i'm too tired or whatever i don't want to be that well and as far as maintenance sex is is related like it's not um it's not necessarily a we're both into it. It doesn't have no. sex is sex is not equal, guys. No. Sex is not equal in a relationship. No. Um, and if sex makes me more happy than it makes you, like on average, that's where the sexual favors come in. That's where the sexual favors come in. Because I'll be like, okay, we'll do that, and then you're gonna give me a massage for however long after. Or like the house is clean, care. or like yeah, something yeah. something beyond my normal, like something beyond like what I'm required to do yeah. yeah yeah exactly so like it's not sex is not equal like i don't want people to think well you know if if he wants it all the time and she doesn't then then she shouldn't have to do it all the time it's like well no i mean that's not the point of the conversation the point is you are doing something nice for me you are yeah you're like um, well and i mean that's true like if one person always wants to have sex and the other one doesn't but the one who always wants to have sex isn't doing anything to like for lack of a better word, earn it, then, like, yeah, that's true. Like, someone's going to get burned out real quick, right. and that's not fair. Right. On the, on the flip side, guys, like, you may think you're awesome, 
they don't care. No. They don't care. They don't care. <laughs> I could ring the bell every time. Doesn't matter. No, I don't care. Doesn't care. That's, that's, so that's not a, that's not a, yeah, that's not a, that doesn't move the needle at all. No, I can like, go so long without having sex and not care at all. Right. It's like, well, I make her orgasm. But so what? Yeah. It, that doesn't matter. Like, okay, but what are you doing during the week right. that makes her like even into it? Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. And I like, when you and I talk about like having romantic sex or like more passionate, I think when I say stuff like that, you think like more passionate foreplay and I don't mean that at all. I mean exactly what you're talking about, like stuff during the week, or like going on a date, or yeah. talking about something. Yeah, a really how are you deep gonna how are you gonna rev me up? I yeah. don't know, like uh, a sensual massage. You're like, hmm. How about don't leave skid marks on the toilet? <laughs> Poop had to come up at some point in this Listen, podcast. Hey, you know what? This is a good time. This is a good time to shift to the coffee. So. Um, yeah, so no, we didn't forget, uh, part of our, one of the segments we do is, uh, we highlight, um, a coffee coffee that we're enjoying because we enjoy coffee and I'm actually, I've, I've got the, uh, I've got the old one, two punch, the old mixer going on right now. But it's a bargain brand, isn't it? Uh, no. So I have, I have a very light silencer smooth. I I'll admit from BRCC. Uh, Black Rifle Coffee Co. We already I, talked about that one. Yes, we did. Um, but I was running low on a bag, so I had like, I don't know, a half a cold brew maker's can, worth. Maker's worth. Um, so the coffee was really light. So I put in a an espresso shot of uh, Tanzanian pea berry from, from Winco. So uh, another thing we want to do is that uh, we want to make sure that we are highlighting some of the bargain brands because you know what great coffee is out there. The Tanzanian pea berry is organic. And you don't, yeah, and you don't. And have I think to it's have... even fair trade. I'd have to look. I'm and making that up right now. And you don't have to have a coffee subscription. You don't have to go to a bougie coffee shop to get high quality coffee and find something that you like. Right. So when we well we do have a subscription to Black Rifle, but when we don't have coffee in the house, I always go to Winco and just find one of their like lighter roasts yeah we're gonna feature a few from sprouts um some of their lesser known ones and then some of the more local ones around the uh, valley but again tell me what you're tell me what you're tasting oh i'm tasting um mm, mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) hold on hold on let me uh why i had a lot of air rate um the tanzanian pea berry is actually really interesting it's it's a very good um kind of a floral taste mm. yeah i like it a lot big fan and the silence just moved because it was so weak it's not uh that wasn't the overpowering spot, yeah no not no 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 just in full disclosure it was i made it too weak um but yeah highly recommend i would say it's it's low on the the bm scale like oh, I am not. That means bowel movement for anyone who's listening to this as your first episode yes. i'm just sorry you really just Came in at 100 miles per hour here, didn't you? Oh, listen. It would not be a Let's Be Realistic podcast without Patrick talking about a BM. But uh, you know what? Since this is a relationship podcast and we're talking about sex, we're going to talk about a BM you know like what? no other. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Don't interrupt me. Okay. She's what? Gi- she's giving me the I will effing murder you in your sleep eyes. Well. Um, it's also kind of hot. <laughs> so we were... We've been... We've been looking at houses. We've decided that, you know, our podcast room is not good enough and we want to we want to upgrade, so we're going to buy a new house. <laughs> that is not why. Um, our oh dog's God. room is just not very good. Um, no. So, I had uh, Driftwood Coffee and um, I don't want to feature Driftwood. I, yes, it's an amazing coffee shop, local coffee shop. But I don't want to feature which coffee it was because I don't quite remember where they got the bean. But I had an uh, iced americano mm-hmm. and it was probably like a seven on the BM scale, <laughs> yeah, man. You, oh, because when we were looking at houses. We were looking at houses, <laughs> and um, we dropped a BM in this very, very nice, modern, updated bathroom. Yeah? Yeah, master bathroom. Oh, gosh, bathroom. I freaking love that bathroom. Yeah, it was I great. I talk about it. Yeah. So. Anyway, anywho. that's the coffee. It's very affordable. We definitely don't not go into the grocery store and getting a roast that you like. We're all yeah. about it. Yeah, I don't need to know what the um, the coffee grower in South America was wearing that day, you know? Oh, you don't. Normally you do, so. Maybe I do. I don't know. 
So back to sex, the more interesting topic. Okay. I think something we should talk about is... We are talking about it right now. Right here, right now. How important it is to stick with one person if you're actually trying to improve your sex game. Man, that is... um, that sounds so like counterintuitive in today's society. Like it's not that, though; it's real. Right, that you get better by repetition. But truthfully, like if you don't stick with one person long enough to be able to be critiqued, you're not gonna get better. Unless you're just a selfish asshole, and you're only and then you don't care. Right, and then you're only get what you get good at isn't isn't mutual sex. Right. It's a one sided. It's like, I mean. Dude, you're, you should put explicit, but it's essentially like masturbating with a live body. Yeah. You know, because you're like, how can I make this sexual experience better for me? Yeah. But with no regard to if it's even good for you. Right. I mean, maybe some like haphazard like, oh yeah, did you enjoy it? I don't know. Well, and even on the flip side, it took me even a long time to learn what I like. So. You're welcome. Oh my gosh. So if I were with several different people, I would imagine that would have taken a lot longer and I wouldn't have been comfortable to talk to a stranger. So many variables. Right? Yeah. Well, it took me a friggin' long time, like, to crack that code, you know? No, I mean... For me or in general? For you. Okay. Like, I, you know what? I, what? what's crazy is, like, I can't even imagine how many misses, you know, like, you had... I had before. Well, like how many, how many, but it's okay in this relationship setting because I'm not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Like we're married so we can have however many failed attempts at things because we're in this. So, oh my gosh. You want to talk about awkward? Yeah. Yes, I do. Awkward. Yes. Okay. Um, so awkward is like, (laughs) oh man, awkward when you're not married to somebody, when you haven't had sex with them, like, literally thousands of times yeah. or hundreds of times. Yeah. Like, awkward's so much harder to deal with. It sucks yes! so bad. The self-conscious level has got to be through the roof. Um, it's like, I remember a time when I was engaging in a, a, a festive evening, a whimsical evening, mm-hmm. a, a night of libations and joke-telling and... Um, <laughs> And I wooed a young lady, and the the first night was very much as as you would expect. Like the timing was great, but then for whatever reason, the second night <laughs> was like significantly shorter. You mean faster? Faster. In duration. In duration. Okay. Like there was only like one or two durations before I was like durations. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, anyways, um, and that was pretty awkward. How did you handle that? You know, you just kind of like, like, you're just so hot, like, like something stupid, you know, but like, I don't know. It's like, did that work? Was she flattered? Uh, I don't remember, to be honest. I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so. Probably not. (laughs) You know, she was trying to get her too. She was probably like, uh, yeah, I know, but whatever. Yeah, it's not ideal. Uh, sometimes when you are particularly excited and engaging, um, it, the duration isn't where you'd like it to be. Where I'd like it to be. It's, it's when I have an objective, you know, when I'm trying to like climb a mountain, ring a bell. You know, yeah. like the duration, just like I get winded and I just, I don't, I mean, I don't think but, that's like a common occurrence. No, it's well, certainly not. Oh my word. Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, Stay focused. Yes. But it's so much better. So much easier to handle when you're so much easier to, to handle. Less embarrassing. Okay. Story time. Okay. okay. So yeah. last night. We were we were really into it. Yeah. Right? And we were really we were we were trying to achieve we were trying to we had a specific mission in yes. mind, did we not? We did. We did. Um 
and it was it was geared towards you. That's usually how it works if you want to have a good time. <laughs> Uh, because if I'm into it, then it's better, right? But, like, I was just like, I, I'm i not going to make it. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. I just, I'm not going to make it. I'm not. Okay. And what did we do? You were like, right on. Do it up. Yeah, but then? Well, I mean, it was like cartoon, you know, where the, the smoke comes out of your ears, and it was like, boom. <laughs> like, my head, like, separated from my, like, the top of my head separated, like, just like a cartoon. Um <laughs> And then brief intermission, mm-hmm. play style, um, and then back to the uh, and back to the task at hand. So we just did it again. Is we what just you're did saying. it again. We did yeah. it again. And uh, mission was a success. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I feel like that ruins so much if you are doing it for the first time and you don't have any rapport with somebody. Right then you're just all ashamed and embarrassed. It's like, I'm not ashamed or embarrassed. Like, hey, first off, that's your fault. Oh my gosh. You were into it. You made me like go crazy about it. And then you told me. To go for it. To go for it. And I did. And it was mind blowing. Okay. But that is just, yeah, it's just another example of how much better and more comfortable it is in a relationship, a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. specifically marriage versus hopping around from person to person because those situations are awkward enough to begin with without having to contend with like small talk and like I don't know you at all you know like right that's just hard right well and I I don't want to like make it seem like we've been together for 20 years because we haven't and I'm sure that I'm sure that we will have sex different um in our next five years than we did in our first five years sure uh, but I think that as long as we're still intentional and that the relationship is the, the main portion, like the, the focus is the relationship. Yes. You know, I said it back in a previous episode that the goal isn't to be right. It's to be happy. Yes. Like the goal isn't like a grand slam orgasm every time. It's to be happy. Cause that's not realistic. Right. It's to be happy in your relationship and... And to find a cadence and a, like a situation that works for both of you. Right. Yeah. We can, we can talk about all the goofy times and all the fun times and all the kinky stuff that we've done or all the passion stuff, but really like it's the culmination, the cacophony (laughs) is it, is like a cacophony. That's sound, right? I don't know. Like it's not a cornucopia. Well, cornucopia is like a, a lot, like a plethora. Yeah. Is that oh, what you mean? No, a cacophony of noise is like a plethora or a cornucopia of sounds. Which, okay. I mean... I hope that's accurate. Hey, can we can we shift gears? Can we talk about sure. a myth? Yeah, let's do it. We're going to talk about big dongers. Oh my gosh. Large dingles. <laughs> These are my notes I have written down, by the way. <laughs> big schlongs. I didn't write that one. I just I freestyled that one. Um, circumference and girth, yeah. length, um, big D's. This is far more interesting to you than to me because I think men are very like, um, hyper, hyper aware and focused hyper on size. Yeah. Yeah. Size is a thing. And that's a shame because I can tell you, I don't care at all. Zero percent care. Right. Well, it, I mean, you know, uh, it's funny. So the average and, and this comes from many medical different... Medical News Today. Medical News Today. And I think there were a couple other ones that we... That consulted. we consulted. Um, and it's 5.1 to 5.6 inches is the average size. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm well beyond that, but oh like... Oh my gosh, why would you provide that information? Well, I'm just saying, like, obvious. It's, it's obvious. Like, I'm like... Anyway. Way farther than anyway. that. You know, I'm down on the spectrum. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> man. I'm going to murder you. You should. Um, and that the, the circumference, the average circumference is 4.8 inches around. Yeah. Yeah. So Which that's is not... actually, I'm, I'm right there, you know? Patrick, why yeah. are you? Yeah. <laughs> why? Yeah. Oh my gosh. All of these people listening. Now Probably when they see they're not going to be able to take you seriously. They're going to be like, he's like upwards of six to seven, but with a circumference of a pretty average size. Patrick. It's like a baby making a fist. Oh my gosh. you never heard that one? I've heard it from you. Oh. Anyway. 
That's to say, really, the point of this is that size doesn't matter, all right? Because as ridiculous as he's being, he's also kidding. Yes. And the old... Well, I mean, not about the... Anyway, stay focused. No, size really is not a huge thing. I think guys, like... Fixate on that. Guys fixate on that. Um, Guys fixate to other guys about that. Like, it's like uh, like a masculinity thing. Yeah. You know? But if there were such a toxic masculinity, that would be it. That would be it. Because, like, one dude who's like, yeah, I've got a big schlong... And the other one's like, no, uh, I've got a bigger donger. And then they're, they're like, then it's just a pissing contest. Right. Like, hey, newsflash. Women don't care at all. You guys look like idiots. Right. Don't care. <laughs> also, like, your wife's not going to be like, um, he's got a bigger dong, so I I'm actually out. saw, I saw an article that said that women who are married to men with bigger penises are more likely to cheat on them because it's more painful because they have big penises. I mean... You know, if it's like, if it's got to be this like, uh, big production every time you have sex. And if it's painful, and if that's it's painful. not a good time. Yeah. And if you can't just cut loose and, you know, go to, go to town, I mean. Yeah, that's not fun for anyone. Also, that's, that, yeah, that sucks for you, you know, like both parties. Yeah. Because you're like, I can't take it. And you're like, well, I can't do anything. Right. So. So size is a myth? I think, yeah. What about the myth that guys think about sex way more often? Is that true? For me, I would think, yeah. Do you think about sex all that often? Um, I mean, regularly, but probably less than you. Well, yeah, I mean, definitely less than me, but that's not, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm an animal. Well, yeah. Um, oh, also, I asked a question on Instagram, like, what are your sex questions or like, you know, thoughts about that and we had one courageous soul who asked a question that's it yeah well i mean i don't blame them i mean i didn't think it was going to be a very high volume oh no no it's okay it's good we we can talk about plenty of things um she said have you ever had a boyfriend um stop wanting to have sex with you and what did you do and so i haven't personally been in that situation but we talked a little bit about yes we did um and what that means and so I wanted to ask you, from your perspective, if you were dating someone and stopped wanting to have sex, what would that mean for you? Um, I guess this is where I like shift gears and you know tone things down and try to be more loving Serious. and understanding. Because if I was really trying to talk to this person, if they really came to me with this this issue, and it sounds like it's a very serious issue. I mean, anytime somebody stops wanting to have sex with you, like um, it's it, that is a huge like a point shift, of vulnerability. Yeah. Um, it, it's very uncomfortable. It's very awkward. So like as much as I joke around about like our sex life and, and, you know, me being like super well endowed or whatever, like, oh my gosh, Patrick. but realistically, um, that is very tough. I would say that it, it's either like one of two things. Um, one that they are no longer into you as a person and that they're perhaps seeing somebody else that i mean that seems extreme more of like they well are, they're definitely no longer they're halfway you. out of their relationship yes this, yeah I mean. this relationship it is is not at all your fault that's right. not now let let me preface and that say that this is more directed towards somebody who's in a shorter term relationship you have, you're not super invested you have like i would say like one year or less okay if they stop wanting to have sex with you that that would indicate to me that this is the end of the relationship. Okay. Um, and I know that that's harsh. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know this person. And I don't know who you're referring to. This is just, you right. know. Uh, but I would I would venture to say that that's the end of the relationship. Or it's nearing the end. Um, because if you're in a short-term relationship and this is already happening. Well, would you... I mean, I would obviously advise this person to talk to... Yo, definitely, it, for right? sure. Like, hey, what's going on? I noticed that this changed. What's up? First, but if you're not able to get a straight answer from that conversation, then that's where you're saying this is probably the end of that. Outside of outside of like, if the guy's like impotent, or the girl is uh, just like very, you know, shut off, or like. 
If there's something else that changed that if, you're aware of. Right. If there's something yeah. physical, you know. Um, I think that there are, like, there are all sorts of things, like, um, you know, if, if she's on her period or something, like, obviously she's not going to be wanting to have sex. But this doesn't sound like that. This sounds like a more permanent... Yes. Not wanting to have sex. Yeah, like, but, like we've already kind of checked some boxes and figured out it's not that. This is something greater. Yeah. Well, and if you're married to someone or if you're in a very long-term relationship, then you should have the rapport with that person to be able to talk about it and figure out what's going on. Um, and 100% of the time, there's something deeper happening than just sex. Yes. Sex is just going to show the side effects of whatever is really Correct. going on. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're not... Yeah, if, if your partner in a short-term relationship decided that they are no longer interested especially abruptly abruptly and don't yeah. don't think that that's your fault so please do not take the blame for that look you remember what i said to you though what the one of two things remember what i said the second one was yeah so but this is this, th- is, this like, is like this is pretty hardcore but i don't think it's i really don't think it's that because when the... i asked you you said well if it were me and i stopped wanting to have sex with someone this is what it would be no if it were me and somebody stopped wanting to have sex with me like that. Oh, this is what you assume? Yeah, this is what okay. I, w- I would either assume, one, there's somebody else, or two, um, there was somebody else, and they contracted an STD. And now they and, don't want to have sex. And now they don't want to have sex. Like, that's terrifying. So, be on guard, man. That's, I would, I would say... Ask the tough question. Ask the tough question. You always got to ask the tough question, because... One, you don't ever want to ever want to be in the lurch about that. You don't ever want to not know. And well, even if they don't tell you, you need to know that, like, you asked. Well, and if you're in a somewhat short-term relationship and that kind of thing is already happening, make sure that you are aware of what's actually going on so that if you want to get out, you can get out. Yeah. And not have to deal with that down the road again and again and again, depending on what's going on. That would be tough. Like, if that happened to us, something really bad would be going on. Yeah. In our relationship. And that would not be okay. But I think we should talk about um, what would you do? What would what advice would you give in a sexless marriage? Say your friend comes to you and they are like, I've only had sex. My partner and I, my, my husband or my wife and I, we've only had sex. Well, no. Let me back up. Um, you want if 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 uh, if you're a man and a friend of yours is a woman and she comes to you and says that she and her husband have not had sex in a long time and wants to talk to you about it, you should revert to a female friend, somebody in your church, somebody in your close circle that's a female, because that's just not great. It's a slippery slope. It's very slippery slope, very slippery slope. But um, if a female friend came to you and said. We're not having sex. What would you say? Have what you talked you... about it? Yeah. Have you talked to your husband about it? But what would you, what would, what advice would you give to, because um, I think you know where I'm going with this. It's kind of, yeah. Well, from a female perspective, normally they wouldn't be the ones that are like, oh, I need to have sex all the time. But for women, in order, okay, this is speaking from me, right? Mm-hmm. For in order for me to want to have sex, a lot of other things would have needed to be done, like emotional things or stuff around the house, things that like I am going to have on my mind instead of sex when you want to have sex. So I think... Right, because you, your women are not uh, short-term memory, like uh, one-track mind, right. like men. Men no. are like, the house is on fire, but... Think about it. Like, it's only going to take me, like, five minutes. Oh, my God. So, if a female friend of mine was coming to me and was concerned about not having sex, there's something very wrong because it sounds like she's not the one not wanting to have sex anymore. So, but I, but my first question would be, have you talked to her about it? Has something significant changed? Like, how long has this been going on? And if you did talk to him about it, what, like, what was the resolution? What did you guys talk about? What did you decide? Um, and I think, like... Things can go bad and it could take a long time and maybe it's been a long time and you haven't put in the work to fix the issue and I would totally recommend like counseling or something like 
Yes. What What about if someone came to you? Outside of children. Um, yeah, that's a tough one that we're not prepared to answer. <laughs> no, we're not, unfortunately. But that, but in all transparency, it's one of the reasons I don't want to have kids is because I don't know any couples whose sex lives improved or even stayed the same after having kids, and that terrifies me. Right, but I don't think that, like, that's not a good enough reason for me, you know? Like, that's not a good enough answer. Having kids? Yeah. Just stopping? Yeah, okay. Um, it's just not. I mean, outside of, like, severe health problems. No, well, what I, what, outside of severe health problems, like, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. If, if, if there's, like, a health reason why you're not having, like, regular sex, like, that's totally something different. That's and that different. is an entirely different set of, like, um, you know, obstacles, obstacles that you have yeah. to overcome. But, um, I would, I would surmise that if people are not having quality sex after children, I mean, not immediately after children, but like a while after yeah. that those issues were not addressed and they were just leave well they enough alone. Festered. Yes. Like it was like, it's not, if, well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, well, I'm getting mine, and she seems happy, so we're good to go. Let it be, yeah. It's like, no, that's not, that's not how this it. works. But My but, answer will almost always be confront the issue. Confront the issue. Um, well, I would, and, and be really honest about how important something is to you. Like, if it's wearing on you and it's turning into a real problem, you need to be 100% honest with your partner about that. Like, hey, I know it's been a long time and I know it's just kind of been okay, but this is really eating away at me and it's really turning into a problem. So we got to figure out how to tackle this. Right. I would, that would be, that would actually be my response too, to the guy. Be like, dude, you need to go to your significant other and be like, hey, I love you more than anything. But like, I think about things differently. Like I am, I am hardwired differently. I am different than you. And of those differences, one of them is sex and like we need to figure out a way where you and I can have sex and it's, you know, it's not like it's for like this, this sexual, this is for me. Mm -hmm. This is literally for me because you know what? You don't care as much as I do. Right. Like yeah. I need you to do this for me. Like, because. Well, and then that's back to the sexual yeah. favors part. If it's, if well, that's the situation. Sexual favors and maintenance. Yeah. It's all the same. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're the one who needs the sex, then what are you going to do for me? Fine. Work it out. Figure it out. Name a price. Name, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Start bartering. And you know what? I would say the first thing, you need to realize that it's not equal. Right, right. This is, no, that's sex true. is between two people, but it is not equal. Well, and so, kind of on that same token, um, you and I have run into situations where you'll come home for work from work and maybe I have just worked out or something and you want to have sex, but I, I don't want to right then. And so you and I have talked about times of day and like where we are in our nightly routine and what the best time is that I like most likely that I'll want to have sex. So like, I don't want to wait until we're just getting in bed because I'm like ready to sleep, you know, right. like I'm ready to go to bed. Right. I don't want to do anything else. So you and I have worked out like, Hey, if we're going to have sex, then it needs to be like before I've done everything before I brush my teeth, wash my face, got my pajamas on and all that. So right. like. Just knowing the timing and what works for your partner goes a long way. Yeah, too. sometimes after you work out, I'm like, you're already sweaty and you smell good. Let's do this. Let's rock. Let's, let's figure but, it out. But I mean, seriously, you have to have conversations about everything. Yes. Well, and I think that like you need to, the, look, how do I, like it's, it's really difficult to say that the bed is for sleeping, but the bed is also for sex. Mm -hmm. But sex does not need to happen only when you get into bed. Right. Like, because you only... If you're only getting into bed before you sleep, like that, those prefer, two things are. Yeah, I actually prefer that yeah. it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that like you and I have figured out like, um, man, I get home from a workout, like from a CrossFit class, I'm ready to roll. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's this like but manly you, thing, you know. But you also know that like it's gonna depend on what I've got going on. Oh well, sure. I can't always just drop whatever. I'm doing to go have sex. But that that's what comes with being with someone for a long time and finding out their preferences and what works and what kind of stuff needs to get done around the house to make me want to have like, time for yeah. sex. Yeah, and it's not like it it's not like you're just turned on by me vacuuming, although it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> it sight to see. It doesn't hurt. It sure doesn't hurt. 
but it's important to know that like sexual favor sexual favors sound bad. Why does why does sexual, I don't care at all. But why does that have such a negative connotation? It shouldn't. Because it comes from like for drugs or something, you know? But that's not the situation. That's not what it is. It's like it's it's really bartering. You want to have sex, I don't care that much, but I do want the house to be clean, so let's make that work. Yeah. Outside of what I should normally be cleaning, you know? It's not like do your, you know, make sure you don't leave skid marks on the end of the toilet whenever you, you take a dookie. Yeah. And then be like, well. Now I get to have sex. Now I get to have sex. No. You're not a man. Be an adult. Ch- yes. Don't be a man child, but yeah. go the extra mile. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That goes a long way. Man. That's that's sex in a nutshell. <laughs> it's very um, logical and rational. <laughs> I don't want people to think that, you know, we constantly have sex, because that's not true either. Uh, but, okay, let me ask you this. How would you categorize our sex life? Be honest. What are the parameters? Like, like good, do we have a lot of sex, or poor, or you would like to have more? How do you think it ranks versus the average more definitely more um you think we have more sex than the average quantity and quality i would say that the quality is pretty good <laughs> it's pretty good okay good um quantity i would always like to have more sex sure but that's how i'm wired yes like i mean what how much is too much is there such a thing but you know what i mean like do you think that we have a decent amount of sex? I do. But truthfully, could you, like, as somebody who could go very long time without sex yeah. versus somebody who's like, hey, after this podcast, <laughs> oh what are you up to? You know. Patrick Allen, focus. Anywho. Quantity is good. Quantity is better, I would think, than most. Um, but if the quantity isn't where I want it, then it isn't like for me to say to you, Hey, we need to be having sex more. It's like, well, then I better figure out a way to make me want to have sex more, <laughs> to make you want to have sex more. Cause yeah. it's doable. Mm-hmm. Hey guys and, and girls, your partner wants to be with you. That's why they picked you. That's why they picked you. So talk about it. So talk about it. Ultimately, like, they want to be with you. Mm-hmm. They want to feel wanted. Yes. And... Which is why that question that we got is, that one is so hard. That is so hard. And because I feel so bad. And I just, like, it's like... Especially it's when you're with someone and you know that they do want you and then you feel like that changes. That's Right. Tough. Right. And for some people, feeling wanted isn't being like, oh, you're so hot. No, take for take me, your clothes off. For like, me, it's no, not, it's not it. For me, it's not at all. Right. For me... Feeling wanted is like, oh, you're so hot, take your clothes off. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, yep, this is rad. But for you, feeling wanted is like pouring into our relationship and not saying that I don't like communication or like, you know, other favors other than sexual favors. That's not what I'm saying at all. But like... Talking like, to me, paying attention talking to me, talking to you, about yeah. our lives. Going on date night. Yeah, not, exactly. Um, and that's the kind of stuff that makes me want to have sex later on. Yeah, or not even the the expectation of sex. Or not right. the expectation of, like, this, like, laborious sex that is just, like, uh, just for you. from a movie, obviously. Right. Yeah. You gotta figure it out. It sex is. is awesome. It and is. very important. And you should still be having sex in your marriage, which is rad. I'm trying to make that cool again. Make marriage cool again. Yeah. Make marriage cool again. MMCA. Yeah. Makes an MMCA hat. Yeah. Just maybe not. <laughs> we don't want we we don't want to get mistaken for a different kind of hat and get punched in the face for no reason, but um, any wrap up thoughts? Anything else? Um I mean, we went we went pretty in depth. Like I I know, you went there pretty are some depth. people that are like They know like, a lot about you now. Well, I mean all right, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. Yes, thank you so much. Um, um, we'd like to delve into some more controversial, spicy topics. So I'm sure we'll revisit sex in the future and some other some other things that will probably be controversial. But yeah, we hope just, to remain realistic. Yes, just a and just a disclaimer before we let you, cut you guys loose, and hopefully you're still here. Um, we we don't claim to be experts. Um, we have things that work for us. We're still learning. Um, but 
if you or your significant other need somebody to talk to about sex, we'd be more than happy to talk to you guys, um, either in a couple's you know, like a couple on couple or, um, you know, obviously guys, you can reach out to me, um, through our email, just address it to Patrick or, um, you know, girls, you can reach out to Nicole. Let's um, be realistic pod at gmail.com. Yeah. And again, um, if, uh, you know, you can comment on one of our posts on social media, but again, Hey, if you know what, I hope you had fun. <laughs> I hope you had fun. I hope it wasn't too explicit. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you guys listening. It's crazy that people want to listen to us talk, but... Well, this one's pretty good. It's pretty spicy. Well, let's hope. We'll see. We'll see what people think. Thank you, guys. guys. Bye. Bye.